You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to The Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Monday after Liverpool nil, Crystal Palace nil at Selhurst Park in one of the more boring games of football you're ever likely to see. The Reds were a shambles and Crystal Palace, to be fair, weren't much better. Um, I've seen some people try and take some positives from the game, including the fact that we kept another clean sheet. But let's be really honest here. Mark Wehi missed a free header and Mateta had two Really good chances, both of which we gifted to them. Uh, so them missing chances doesn't make our defending better. Um, our midfield was a shambles. And unsurprisingly, the Athletic had a hit piece on Naby Keita, ready to go, just right there in the chamber. No mention of the other two midfielders that started in the game, uh, both of whom were... Equally as bad, if not worse. At least Keita tried to do things and make things happen and get challenges in. Uh, one of the other midfielders didn't bother making a, ho- an, a tackle in the entire game, which is a fair effort to play in central midfield and not make a tackle for 94 minutes. The attack just didn't look the same without Darwin. Diogo Jota looks like he might have been space jammed. And all things considered, it was not a very good evening's work from Liverpool. The lack of effort is the most worrisome thing for me. We'll go to this as Anfield. Liverpool's predictable season demands stubbornness. Um, Predictable season. Okay. What Jurgen Klopp has said about Liverpool's midfield and transfers this season. Well, what he said was that he had had all the midfielders he needed. In July, he said, where is the need for a midfielder? 
So Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago, Milner, Curtis, Keita, Curt- uh, sorry, Keita, Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, Fabio Carvalho, Oxley Chamberlain. Now you tell me what kind of player we are missing. A good ones, Jurgen. Good ones are the type of midfielders we were missing. We have three players in the squad who can easily play as a number six. Fabinho, of course, but Hendo and Millie played it fine. Henderson and Milner are awful in that role. Creativity. If we bring in a player, we immediately make it more difficult for Harvey, Curtis and Fabio. Neither Harvey nor Fabio are midfielders. And Curtis, well, I don't know what he did, but he doesn't get a look in. In August, he said, we still have enough midfielders. That was after Thiago got injured. Also in August, we are not stubborn. Really? Do you want to bet? Also in August, we could line up really young midfields. In October, he said injuries were the issue. In November, he said the door was open. In January, he talked about what you can do and what you want to do. He also said he wasn't too loyal before continuing to play the same crap that's been playing all along. In February, he basically said Fabinho was out of form. Also in February, he said we have to do something in the summer. Just complete and utter tripe. Three positives and three negatives from Palace nil, Liverpool nil. Uh, Positive. Third successive league clean sheet. We'll just we'll just ignore the big chances that we gifted them. Negative. Henderson, get out of the way. Jordan Henderson's first half block would have would have been perfect. It was the best defensive action Jordan Henderson has had in years. Unfortunately for us, he jumped right into the way of Trent's free kick that was sailing towards the top corner. Positive, Jota makes his first 11 return. Negative would be that Jota's performance was awful. Negative, collective malaise. Positive, unbeaten in three league games. We're celebrating beating Everton, a Newcastle team that dominated us with 10 men, and Crystal Palace, who haven't won since God knows when. And a negative here being Darwin's absence, which was such a massive, massive factor. Like, Nathaniel Klein had himself a very easy afternoon, which you know he wouldn't have had if Darwin was playing. Um, Moving on. Seven goals, seven games. Liverpool youngster breaks USA record in mid-season tournament. That's uh, Carol Figueroa, who scored seven goals in seven games for the USA at the CONCACAF Under-17 Championship. He's very highly regarded. And he's very, very highly regarded in the US. His dad was a half-decent player. And maybe he's going to be something for us. Fingers crossed. Diogo Jota can play better, but no surprises after a really difficult season. That is fair. Um, Liverpool fans lament most important absence, despite clear flaws. That would be Regarding Darwin, James Milner admits it's strange to see Liverpool 7 in the table. Well, James, you should be used to that because it wasn't for the fact that you got to be a squad player with much better players, you would have spent most of your career in 7th. 
Jurgen Klopp becomes the fourth longest serving manager in the Premier League era. I assume behind Ferguson, Wenger and Moyes at Everton, though uh, Sean Dyche was at Burnley for longer than Klopp has been at Liverpool. Maybe Dyche doesn't count because Burnley were up and down through the divisions a couple of times. If Klopp sees out his current contract, he'll still end up nearly 200 days behind Moyes at Everton. Wenger is the longest serving manager in Premier League history because six years of Ferguson's reign came pre, um, pre-Premier pre League. Joe Kinnear is third. <laughs> oh, God. Um, moving on. Laurie's Carriers can be really proud of final... Return 728 days after last appearance. Carriers played well in that final. I've seen some people try and blame him for the second goal. It takes a huge deflection. It's an own goal. It's going wide. It's an own goal. That's how big the deflection is. Rashford's shot is going wide. Salah's agent dismisses nonsense Liverpool transfer rumours. That's good to see. Shambolic midfield and who to build around. None of them. (laughs) None of them. Here we go. Player ratings. Alisson, six. He had nothing to do. Nothing to do. They had no shots on target. They did hit the crossbar. Trent, four. Um, That's probably fair. Matip, three. That's fair. Virgil 4 is weird because Virgil did pretty well. So I'm not really sure how Virgil's a 4 and Andy Robertson's a 5 because Robbo didn't play well at all. Henderson 4, that's generous. Milner 4. Keita 2. Did more in the first half than the other two did combined. He was still poor. Wasn't good at all, but he was still better than the other two. Uh, Salah, five. I think that's a little bit harsh. I thought he was a bit better than that. Jota, four. That's a little bit generous. Gakpo, five. Mm. Uh, Harvey Elliott, six. Man of the match. Harvey Elliott, man of the match. That is absolutely bizarre. You would wonder, did this person actually watch the game? Because when Harvey came on, it was one of the worst subs appearances I've ever seen. He played one half-decent ball that Jota couldn't get on the end of. He completed 68% of his passes, and it's not like he was attempting any difficult passes. Lost possession 10 times. Man of the match. Laughable. Uh, Fabinho, four. At least he kicked a few people and actually made himself known. Bobby, four. Uh, Besetich 5 they're bizarre very very bizarre Darwin Nunes Darwin Nunes is record breaker and 10 great Liverpool goals that deserve to be winners yeah you might as well read that because it might bring you some joy after that performance the weekend uh, Liverpool.com reads uh, leads with another piece about uh, Figueroa 
Sadio Mane returns as PSG cuts make big-name transfers available. Liverpool want Luis Diaz swap a 74 million bid would seal transfer for Jurgen Klopp favourite. Let's see what nonsense this is in the Media Digest piece. Uh, two Chelsea stars wanted, Mason Mount and N'Golo Kante. I don't for one second believe we'd even consider Kante, given his age, the wages he would want, and the fact that he's always injured. Um, apparently, we're eyeing a swap of Diaz for Rafael Leao. Um, would have a very, very hard time, very, very hard time believing any of that. Uh, Klopp favourite on their radar. Uh, oh, this is Nicolo Barella, who is phenomenal and would be a really good fit for Jurgen Klopp midfield, but I just don't see him or Bastoni being sold. I think they'd sell everybody else before they'd sell those two. So nothing of any real note on Liverpool.com today. Anfieldindex.com. Podcast-wise, there is Raw and the Nina Kowser Show. If you want to depress yourself, listen to those. Uh, There's a piece about the front three. Keep it the same for now. Uh, That was written by David Davis. I think that was written before the Palace game, so it was about Darwin. Uh, Trent assisting, hopefully, the rebirth continues. Uh, This was written by David Davis again before the the Palace game. Lessons learned versus Crystal Palace. That piece is written by David Davis. Uh, It's time to move Joel Matip on. Written by Stephen Smith. And the end of an era under Jurgen Klopp. Written by Stephen Smith again. So do check all of those out. Um, I I know that the Trent and the front three ones aren't time relevant now, but that they're worth a read anyway. And that's it. That's all I have today, folks. I, I, this team would just, it would just suck the life out of you right now. Like we've been so, so poor since coming back from the World Cup. We were really banking on the World Cup being you know, a reset, an opportunity for the the manager and the coaching staff to get to the root of the problems that saw us be so poor before the World Cup. You know, we lost four league games before the World Cup. We drew four league games before the World Cup. We'd only won seven in the league. One of them was against Bournemouth, who are awful. Another was against West Ham, who are relegation-threatened. Southampton, who are bottom of the league. Since coming back, like we played Villa in the league, we beat them 3-1. It could easily have ended 3-3. They had plenty of chances. We beat Leicester 2-1, but that was one of the worst performances we've put in all season, including some of the hidings we've had. We were so, so poor, and we needed Woot Faze to score two goals for us. Otherwise, we were going to lose that game. Wood phase doesn't even play for us. We got thumped by Brentford, thumped by Brighton. Nil-nil in an absolutely horrendous game with Chelsea. Thumped by Wolves. Beat Everton, who were the worst team in the league at the time. 
beat Newcastle, <clears throat> got outplayed for 70 minutes when they had 10 men, drew nil-nil with a Crystal Palace team that are really struggling, like really struggling. I know they're in mid-table, but if you look at their recent form, you won't be impressed by Crystal Palace. They've won one game since the break. They've lost four and drawn and had drawn four going into that game. The only team they've beaten was Bournemouth, who everybody beats. Hammered by Fulham, beat Bournemouth, hammered by Spurs, beaten by Chelsea. And again, who, who, who lets Chelsea beat them? Drew at United, drew at Newcastle, lost to United, drew at Brentford, drew at Brighton. They're decent results, but like they weren't winning games. They weren't. They shouldn't have been a threat to us. They also lost to Southampton in the Cup. And speaking of us in the Cup, went out of the FA Cup to Brighton, having scraped past Wolves, should have lost the first, first game at Anfield in a perfectly good goal disallowed. We scraped past them in the second leg. Then Brighton beat us, and we went out of the League Cup because City beat us. And do we even want to delve into the Champions League? Like, we've been dreadful. One, two, three, four, five, six defeats. Six defeats since coming back from the break. Five wins. Five wins. Three draws, six defeats. That is completely unacceptable. Completely unacceptable. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.